In this episode of Checking In, we sat down with Alexandra Babel, founding artistic director of Opera Kelowna, to take a peek behind the curtain. And yes, pun intended. Enjoy. We're so thankful to have you. Delighted to be here. So, Alexandra, you have been in the community since. Kelowna's been home since. My husband and I moved here uh, in 1991. 1991. Yes, with our first child expected. Okay. So it's been a while. And were you always in uh, the arts? Yes, absolutely. So I have eight years of tertiary uh, education after high school in uh, music education, opera performance, and opera pedagogy. So I've worked at the doc, I've even studied at the doctoral level. So it's the only one and only thing that I know how to do. Now I cannot find my house keys, but I know how to teach voice, <laughs> and I know if you can sing or not. When did you? decide or what was the moment that you knew you wanted to have opera in Kelowna? Well as a professional opera singer myself uh, I traveled as a lyric soprano throughout the world for uh, a number of years and my uh, management is still back in Chicago. I thought why not bring something so fabulous to this community but it didn't start with just me and of course, it isn't just about me. It's about a great number of people who have helped me. Firstly, I had a lovely young male pupil who sang uh, countertenor. He's a beautiful singer and sings today. Um, he's, he's based out of the island. It was he that started to get me thinking, wouldn't it be nice if we actually had professional real estate on the stage for opera singers to have an opportunity to sing here for a very... Um, appreciative audience and it was his mother who I credit for the founding of this company mm. because she was the one who got us charitable status and um, nonprofit and all of those things she got all our ducks in a row and got us going in the original year 2013 so that's how it started and I said well what a good idea let's give it a shot let's give it a shot let's and a look shot. at it today well, yeah, I mean, we're doing professional opera. It's exciting. We have a professional status in the Association of Canadian Association of Opera Companies. There's only three in the province, Pacific Opera Victoria and Vancouver Opera, and now us. So that's very, very exciting. The status means that we have met requirements that are quite stringent, and we got that status in our third year of operation. So it's quite unprecedented. Congratulations. Thank you. Alexandra. So, so my, my, my reason for having you in the in the studio today is I am that person that's on the plane counting the number of passengers that are on the plane. I'm trying to calculate what the cost of fuel is and the, the stewardesses that are that are on the flight and how much my seat was and running the numbers. I'm very curious about how businesses and organizations function. So Opera Kelowna, you have to be, it has to be financially feasible to do the things that you want to do. H how does it operate? How do you operate? Do you rely on donations? Is it grants? You membership? know, I think my answer is going to be a little frustrating for you because oh. like anyone else who's been successful in their field, they are posed that question quite often and they often answer, I don't know. 
I actually don't know how it has been successful up to a point. Now, usually nonprofit organizations that are healthy have a pie that's cut in thirds. Mm -hmm. uh, one third is donors, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. one third is grants, mm -hmm. and one third is earned income, which is ticket sales. Right. So uh, opera is a very expensive venture. So when we sell out, that is only 21% of production costs. So the rest must be relied, uh, we have to rely upon grants and donors, stakeholders. So it's extremely um, adventurous. Uh, I'm a little bit of a gambler. <laughs> exactly, you're holding your heart. Yes, between the two of us, we make one whole person. You with your sane bean counting and me with my ridiculous dreaming. So <laughs> I love it. But you bring unbelievable talent here and and I I wonder how much of the of the population of of the city understand that and that story so I I think you know you look at the you look at Kelowna and I think there's so much that needs to happen to make a healthy community absolutely. and absolutely our, our cultural sector has to be vibrant and, exactly. and, and giving us the opportunity to take mm -hmm. in an experience. There's a wonderful quote that says that the health of a community can be measured by the health of the arts. We have a symphony and a ballet and an opera company in a community of this size. It's quite unusual and quite remarkable that it can be sustained at this level. I am not pretending that any of those organizations are not struggling. We all are. And For we sure. must come together and we continue to make efforts to collaborate in order to succeed together. We want to make sure that our efforts are cross-pollinated and that those who support the arts, whether they support this organization or that organization, gets the kudos and the credit for supporting the arts. If you support the symphony, the ballet, the theater, you are supporting the arts in general, and that's how I see it. We aren't mm -hmm. little individual groups. We are a group together, so it's very important. There's a great collaboration. Yes, exactly. And I think, you know, I'm all in in this community. I happen to be the one that holds the platform of opera, but it could be something else. The whole point is that I'm about this community. So if the platform changes, I'm still all in, but it happens to be opera because that's the piece I know. Mm -hmm. So, and in terms of artists bringing the best, I'm glad that you recognize that. I appreciate you saying that because we do bring in probably some of the best in the industry today. That's why we do one opera a year, not a whole bunch, because uh, the standard is very high. We have to raise funds and then and then sell one opera a year. So far, Alexandra, I didn't know that. I didn't know it was one a year. One a year at the exquisite level. And then maybe two, and then three, and then we'll see. Hmm. I'm not easily daunted. Have you noticed? <laughs> I have. I have. So the uh, Opera Kelowna performs at? Well, Opera Kelowna usually does one main stage opera per season. We've done Carmen and La Boheme, and we've done Marriage of Figaro, Zauberflöte, all the big hits. Because even if you're not an opera fan, you recognize that name at least, and you might give it a shot. So Opera Kelowna has grown by 33% first season in the first three years, we grew by 100% in the fourth season, and we uh, projected another 100% growth in the fifth season. We didn't quite make it. And now this season, I have something very exciting to tell you. 
we have a very exciting partnership with Mission Hill, and we will be their finale concert. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly. You can't breathe either. I know. Oh my gosh. Just found out this week. Congratulations. We, thank you. We are uh, the first uh, uh, local organization to be able to uh, animate that uh, stage. Um, and full, full orchestra, full chorus, soloists, and we're doing an operatic concert version. So people will come for the full dinner, people the wine, and then sit down in this amphitheater outdoors. Wow. I mean, I can't think of anything better. And have 70 minutes of the most exquisite and rather familiar favorites of the operatic uh, uh, genre. So, and obviously those tickets will be available to the Mission Hill uh, We've made members, or there's some both. We've good. made sure that we are in. We're actually working on that now, so that we don't really um, leave anybody out. But if those ticket prices are too cost prohibitive, uh, individuals might consider coming to the Opera Under the Stars at the university campus. We had 1,300 people out last summer for an outdoor opera experience on campus, and then there's Opera in the Park in Kelowna and Opera in the Park in Peachland, Opera in the Park in Vernon. We do a whole series, some for free, some for immediate price point, and some for a very high price point, depending on what you're capable of, of contributing to the opera. So we don't want to leave anyone out. We just feel that everyone should have an opportunity to see what classical opera is all about. It's a rare experience and, and, and a very exciting one. Most people, uh, I think for Tsalbaflute, 50% of the audience had never been to opera before. Um, and at Bohem, 40% of our audience was under the age of 45. And those who come for, to opera for the first time say, oh, well, I'm coming back. It's a very extraordinary experience. That's interesting. The, the demographics are interesting. Yeah, quite unusual. And they're telling. Yeah, they really are. Look what the young people are doing. They're going back to the first most beautiful expressions of art and wanting to learn about them. How many of our millennials are starting to read the classics and mm -hmm. go to the classical theater, interested in Shakespeare, philosophy, going back to opera, they're at the ballet. I think that's extraordinary. Our, our future is bright around here. I love it. So the, the performers at the one show mm -hmm. a year, mm -hmm. they come in. You attract mm -hmm. those performers to come Well, here. it's very, the leads are professionals from, uh, we've had leads from Italy, from the States, from Canada. We really do want to feature Canadian opera uh, uh, professionals in the leads. Having said that, we also offer a summer intensive training program school for young opera singers who are transitioning from their academic to their professional careers. And they will come and take the training and then take the smaller roles. And then the community choir, the choir is made up of 40 members who live in Kelowna and the children's choir are all made of the, the community members. So it is a combination of professionals and community members all under the tutelage of Bernard McDonald, who's a wonderful maestro who we bring in. Uh, Kinza Tyrell, she works for Vancouver Opera, Kinza Tyrell. She's our repetiteur, which is a fancy word for person who makes sure everybody sings the right stuff. <laughs> and then a full orchestra, and many of the orchestra players are from the OSO. And, um, and so we are, we are hoping to continue with this collaborative gesture, which includes professionals and community members and everything in between. 
So the financial future of Opera Kelowna? Well, who's to say? <laughs> what is the financial future of Opera Kelowna? We, I appreciate my board so much because like you, they're very mindful. And while I might be the balloon, they might be the string. They have their feet firmly planted on the okay. ground. We are very mindful to produce only what we can project that we can sustain. Mm -hmm. We are not, uh, it's very difficult. Most arts organizations are working in the red. It's very difficult. But, you know, it needs to be said that with a board that's mindful and an artistic director that's hopeful, there is a real balance there that I have grown to appreciate. I love that, Alexandra. That's wonderful. Uh, anything else you'd like to share with us? On, uh, I mean, one of the questions that I'm probably most interested in is during the time that you've been uh, with the organization or the head of the organization, has there ever been a time where you had that little sniggle of doubt or have you oh, always let me tell you that there has never been a time I don't have that sniggle of doubt right that there's always the tentative part of any nonprofit organization and I'm sure that you know the more we talk to one another in business philanthropically Nonprofits, churches, I mean, there's always that something that is uh, a potential obstacle to go forward. Um, and I do need you to know that even with all of the education, this is the steepest learning curve of my life. And there's much that I don't know, more than that I do know. And so I rely on those around me to give me great. I'm sure you're going to consult me too. I'm going to ask you to. <laughs> I love the art form, but there's a lot more to it than just standing used to be. It's all about my beautiful dress and my high notes. Where do I stand? Where's the light, right? That's it. And now it's like, oh, how are we going to pay for this? <laughs> One mm -hmm. question. Well, actually, two. How are we going to pay for it? Who's going to do it? Absolutely. And that's the bottom line. So, yes, it's been a great joy, a great challenge, great growing experience. And, you know, the day will come that the founding director will move this to someone who can build the company yet again to its next level. That's next. So that's important to know. I don't have founding director syndrome where this is my baby forever. Mm -hmm. I already have clarity that uh, uh, exit strategy needs to be in place a good number of years ahead so that this moves forward to serve the society. Mentoring a Mentoring a the next one. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, and that we do have some of that going on already. And that's a big part of business is that business succession planning. And, exactly. And uh, exactly. that's good that that's, that's an opportunity. But so I think you're keep... like me because I think you and I both really find it rewarding to watch the next generation come along. Oh, it's exciting. Oh, well, I watch you walking around here. I can see how proud you are of all your people. Absolutely. It's amazing. And that, you know, what we don't want to do is leave a, you know, a wake of destruction in our, in our past here. What we want to do is say that we have left a legacy that um, goes forward without us. That's Absolutely. the home run. A legacy of right. leadership. I, I believe that you are one of those people, Nikki. You're mm -hmm. doing it. And I want to congratulate you for what you're doing. Because I think the more secure you're on, you are in your craft, 
the more generous you are with others. And I watch your generosity, so I realize that you are more than capable. And I told you this off camera, and I'm going to say it now, and don't you dare edit it out. You have changed the trajectory of this community, you and your family. And I want to congratulate you for what you're doing. And if I can do anything for you, you let me know. Thank you very much, Alexandra. I've, I've so enjoyed having you in the studio, and I appreciate your kind words, and I, I reciprocate them back to you. Thank we you are so, much. so thankful and lucky, and Thank we have such so gratitude for having you in, in our arts community leading the way. Thank you Thank so you much. Thank you for coming in. Thank you.